going on everybody Ooh. chris what's up dude happy what's monday up? everybody happy monday it is monday fun day monday i don't Always. know uh no greg's not here again he's still in disneyland uh he will be back on thursday thursday yep and uh, i will be flying out on wednesday morning uh because i will be going to disneyland yeah you guys are gonna be hooking up in the airport Hope, well, no, nope, we mean, won't. We're not. Won't be, we're gonna be on different sides. Yeah, we're gonna be. We're gonna be missing out. I think. Maybe. Maybe I'll run into him. Maybe I won't. Who knows? You know what I mean. But I'm excited. It's gonna be nice to go enjoy that with the kids and stuff. Even though somebody just died there in Disneyland on Saturday. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Somebody died at the uh, in the parking garage. They jumped. What? Yeah. Seven stories or something like that. Yep. Saturday evening. In the Disneyland parking garage? Disneyland parking garage, yeah. It's hmm. like one of the largest uh, ever, at least was when it was built. It holds 10,000 cars. It's a massive uh, you know, parking garage. Yeah. But they've had multiple uh, people jump off that uh, and, hmm. uh, and die. And uh, Magic I mean, Greg was well, probably mean, at the what park. Pla- what better place than the happiest place in the world, right? Well, yeah, yeah you know, they weren't <laughs> so happy at the time. But uh, no, uh, it's no. I hope he's having a blast. I'm sure it's awesome, and I'm oh, super yeah. excited because uh, guys, I'm a nerd, and uh, so I'm I'm most excited about Star Wars. You know, the whole like Galaxy's Edge stuff yeah. uh, for me because I have not got to see that yet. And uh, being into Star Wars like I am, dude, I'm, I'm I I watched videos last night of people just walking around. I'm like, okay, this is where I got to go. It's I gotta, pretty badass, dude. It's so detailed and so. It just looks so cool, man, it and they cool. really engulf you in the whole kind of the the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, and some people, I, I totally get it. Like, you're a Star Wars fan or you're not. Some people are just middle of the road. They're, it's fine. I, I'm really into it, and so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, not. I'm not as into the the Star Wars thing, but I appreciate the the artistry of it. Yeah, the craft. Like when you, when yeah. you walk through it, you're just like, oh my. God. Well, and it's so detailed. Yeah, it, like I mean, the ships and and the the kind of the the buildings and the structures and inside all the different buildings and it's like it's just like creative minds really going at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's well, it's not even it's not even like the ships and the buildings, even the landscape. How they yeah. did the landscape itself. You're you're yep. literally walking into another world. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be coming back speaking some form of alien something or other. <laughs> uh, my kids are, are gonna like it, but uh, trust me, I have a feeling that's gonna be mostly me on that one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I'm gonna be wanting to try everything. I'm probably gonna spend way too much fucking money, uh, which is fine. Uh, you know, that's I, what I have, it's for. Yeah, man. Like I, you know, Disneyland I've been to multiple times, and uh, I love it. It's always fun. The kids always like it. You know, for certain lengths of time, right? They've yeah. always younger. I'm excited that we have older, our kids are older now, and the two older ones are probably going to enjoy it more than they ever have mm. before. Uh, but, you know, it's we got a two-year-old, and how is that going to be? We got our, my wife actually ordered the uh, the leash. Uh, we got that. Uh, can't say I love it, to be honest with you. <laughs> Came with a backpack leash. Like, you wear the backpack and hook it up to the, ba- the oh, backpack. Yeah. But it also has a wrist one. Uh, mm. It's like this padded band. Uh, she hates the backpack. She loves the wristband. Uh, even when I'm just watching TV at night, she'll come up with the wristband and she'll just be like, "Put it on," you know. Uh, so well, I'll just use the one she likes. Yeah, we'll you, we'll we'll figure that out. Honestly, like they're going to be close to us anyways. Disneyland's always busy, but 
regardless, guys, that, that's what's happening this week. Greg will be back on Thursday for the show. I will be gone for the next week, so it'll be Chris and Greg running the show. Yep. And uh, it'll be fun. It's been fun. You know, it's not fun not having them here, but it's been fine, and it's been fun. Uh, me and Chris is doing our thing, and, and uh, you and Greg will have that opportunity next week. But uh, this episode, man, for me, uh, there was a lot of sports stuff, man, like kind of things that I wanted to talk about. And we're not really a sports show, but we I have intentionally been trying to talk about because this show has always started, was based on the fact of like not just politics. Politics happened to be what we got into because Trump was such a prevalent character when we yeah. started this. But if you guys, especially if you've watched the show multiple times, you understand that like Chris has a, a motocross background. Yeah. Uh, I like cars and hot rods and and sports is a big one for me. Uh, Greg has, you know, he's all into the uh, music, all into music, Greg included, movies, I mean, American culture in general. Yeah. And uh, the reason I want to talk about sports is because, you know what, when I'm outside of the show, I talk about sports. Yeah. We talk about cars. We talk about, like, projects we want to do. We talk about we're into home renovation. Uh, mm. Just, I mean, that's the stuff we're into. And so I want the show to be about all different kinds of things. It's not just constant politics and fear and what could happen, what won't happen, because sometimes you can't control it, and, and you need entertainment. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not one of those guys that believes that, uh, and I've seen this on videos where, like, you know, the NFL is just like the Roman Coliseum where they're just trying to suck you all in and just keep you, you know, willfully doing whatever they want you to do while they're all, you know, evils happening in the world. We need entertainment. Even in the earliest, like, uh, historical measures, right, cavemen, I'm sure, had some form of entertainment. Oh yeah, some game, some I, I thing. Bet, I bet they they had like some kind of rock game where they sure. like see who could, I don't know, take the biggest hit in the head from a rock. Yeah, it's like they played like a duck duck goose kind of vibe, except with their little hammer wood hammers, and they would just club each other. Ah. You know what I'm saying? They did something. Oh yeah, they, or like they did they'd something. all stand in a circle, and then they'd all throw rocks up into the air, and yeah. then whoever got hit with the rock was out. There you go. Something like that. I don't know. But the thing is, is like, you know what it's like when you're just sitting, sitting there doing nothing and you're bored. Bored is a real thing. And so entertainment to me is it, you could be entertained by politics and news or you can be entertained by, you know, creating things, painting, uh, renovating a home, building a car, building a motorcycle, yeah. competing in sports. I'm not one of those guys that believe sports is a bad thing. I think sports are amazing. It's unfortunate that they get polluted with politics because – the big argument to most people is, you know, I watch these things to not be absorbed into politics, right? Yeah. You watch them to keep yourself entertained and give yourself a smile or get yourself rooting for a team or whatever it is. And I think that's really important. And, and if you look at child development, some people disagree, and I, I think they're wrong. I think it's important for kids to take part in team sports and individual sports even. Mm. Uh, yeah. Team sports yeah. helps build character. It helps you work with others. It helps you understand that it's not about you. It's about the group. And uh, I know some people would argue that's a bad thing, but in well, work, and it just helps you build the skills to be able to work with others and communicate with others. Yeah, and communicate. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's a huge part, right? I mean uh, team building. Yeah. Uh, then, like for me, uh, I did football, I did baseball for a lot of years, and then I got into wrestling, and uh, I did wrestling. That was the last sport that I played, and I did that for many, many years. And I thought the benefit of wrestling was it is kind of a team sport as far as like points as a group you want to win. But it's about you, and it was a it was a one on one, and it was your responsibility. If you win on your merits, you lose on your merits, right on your basis, and it builds character that way. I played uh, t ball once. Nice. I played 
until I was about seven. But then you did motocross. And then it was just motocross from then on out. But see, motocross is another kind of uh, singular sport. Uh, well, it can be both. It depends on what level you're at. It, well, obviously teams, Like uh, right? up until you're like in the professional realm, Yeah, uh, you're on your own. It's exactly. kind of your own thing. Everything is relying on you to do yeah. whatever the outcome is going to be. But, but I would say even in professional, man, like to an extent. It's still it's still a you thing. Yes. Like you control the outcome of your race, but also you're on a, a team. Yeah, you're building like points and shit for a team, um, right? No. No? It's all individual. All the points are individual. So what's the benefit of a team in motocross then? Uh, the benefit for the team is mostly the... the Funding? Funding, the benefits for the rider is individually. Okay. And then... Uh, you you get the the backing and support of a team, not necessarily sure. that you wouldn't so have sponsorships. If you by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I so, saw you know, but at the end of the day, like you said, you're racing, and it's you. Like if yep. you mess up, it's on you. Yep. And uh, yes, it can hurt a group of people based off of sponsorships and whatnot. But really, the race is so. Listen, bottom line is is I think sports are important for many many things. It builds character. Uh, I think it helps with kids developing, and uh, this whole like. You know, and also losing. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, losing is important. Yeah. That whole uh, everybody wins and everyone gets a trophy thing that That's, happened. This started going on, what, about a, a decade ago, maybe? Earlier than that, probably. Dude, listen, we got that, trophies. That has uh, hurt a lot of yeah. things. I think what it's not really that kids get trophies that bothers me. That's that's not really what it's about. Um, it's that everyone gets an equal trophy. That's what bothers me. Mm. When I was playing in baseball, and I'm talking what ten, nine, eight years old, our whole team, our, our coaches would always go out and get us these little trophies, and I still have some of them. Yeah. We don't have a little trophy. It says like, uh, you know, I played for the DQ Blizzards, bro, in mm-hmm. uh, 1998. You know what I'm saying, or whatever, 90 fucking six. And I got a little tiny trophy. But obviously, if you, like, won the league, you got a bigger trophy. And everybody saw it, and they wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they want that big trophy. It's not that you get, like, a partic- participation trophy. It's that all the kids get the same trophy, no matter what. Uh, you know, and it's – I don't know how much that is the case anymore, but you have to strive for something. And, and it's important, even though at the moment it sucks, uh, but it's important to have those failures because that makes you either better or it makes you quit. Uh, and, and so there's there's times where in all sports, kids get swayed off of stuff. Uh, for me, like I did uh, baseball, I just kind of lost interest. I did football for a year. Uh, just wasn't for me. I, I was w- way too late in the game. It was middle school. I, did, I was fine. I just, I was too late. Everybody else had been doing it for years, and I just, there was no way I was going to crack rotation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I got into wrestling, and I felt like it was all on me. Yeah. I worked my ass off, and... Uh, you know, obviously I was no state champ or anything, uh, but I had my own things, right? Where I, I was only pinned one time. My entire, all those years of wrestling was one time I, I got pinned. Mm. Uh, and I remember that it was my pride and joy. Like, I, yes, I lost here and there, but I, I, I got a lot of awards. Uh, you know, most pins, most takedowns, most near falls, most improved, all that stuff. And I was like super happy. And it was like, I'd never been pinned. I was very flexible. And so I was able to maneuver out of things very easily. But the one time I got pinned, I remember it was at Cal Weeman Middle School. That was the one time that it happened, and I got pinned, and uh, I fucking was crying, bro. I remember it, like, to this day. <laughs> I was just, I was, like, so heartbroken because I I didn't care about, like, being a champion, per se, which is probably why I, I never continued with it mm-hmm. uh, for the long haul. I kept going, obviously, through high school. 
But uh, I didn't. I just didn't have that killer instinct, and I looked at like certain little wins as more important than actually winning. And I, I did win a lot more than I lost, but I was devastated that I got pinned. And, and uh, it was one of those situations where my whole like that was the thing that people thought, Dave, dude, he's never been pinned. It wasn't that Dave. He was. A, he's a state champ prospect. Yeah. It was that he's never been pinned. He's like he's the flexible guy that like makes a really fun, yeah, entertaining match. Yeah. And so to lose that that one time was devastating. But it also made me more aggressive after that, and more willing to not get pinned and know what I did wrong and learn from it. Yeah. Uh, and so that's with everything, man. It's it's uh, music. It's all that kind of stuff. But so this this one I, I do have multiple articles about different things that's happened sports wise because it's All Star Weekend for the NBA. I'm a huge NBA fan. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, but my first story is this Tiger Woods one here, man. Uh, it's the blue one. Uh, no, let's go with the red one first. Actually, I'm sorry. Uh, the New York Post one. So Tiger Woods. This was from like Friday. Uh, they're playing the Genesis Open. Okay, I'm not a huge golfer. I know some of the guys here love golfing. I I, I enjoy it. I actually do watch it occasionally. My f- uh, wife's family very into it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a fun sport. I just suck dick at it. Let's just put it that way. But, <laughs> I've uh, never actually gone golfing. It, dude, I'll tell you I've this. I've gone to like driving ranges. And not even like even driving range. I've, like top I've golf? I've hit some golf balls on my own, and I've gone to like top golf and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I've never actually gone golfing. Yeah, it's it, listen, uh, it's as serious as you want it to be, right? Most people, like my, my brother-in-laws, they both enjoy it because they get out with some friends. You can have a couple drinks. Yeah. And you just go out there and enjoy, you know, 18 holes and have a good time. I feel like I'd end up taking it very serious. Maybe. But honestly, when you're out there, I've only done it, I would say, maybe two or three times, dude, where I went out and just had fun with friends and we went golfing. And uh, I suck. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm no professional by any stretch of me. I hit the ball all over the place. It's, it's gross. But it is fun to get out. You're walking around. It's nice outside. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are friendly. It's a good time. Driving but, golf carts. But we know Tiger Woods, one of the greats, right? Tiger Woods oh, yeah. is one of the greats in the sport. Has uh, tons of shit going on in his Always. life. I mean, we're talking about, I mean, he was amazing from a childhood. You could argue that it was too much. But from a very young age, the guy was talented. But then he had the divorce shit. He had the car wrecks. He had a yeah. recent wreck. Where it almost killed him, and then he went back in. They have that new show, uh, I don't even know what it's called, uh, on Netflix, the uh, kind of the series that's talking about golfing. It's actually very entertaining, oh. dude, hmm. by the way. But uh, this was at the uh, Genesis Open, and, and Justin Thomas, who's actually one of the guys in – it's called like Full Swing. This is mm. the Netflix series. Justin Thomas is one of the men in that series. Okay. Up-and-coming guy, just killing it right now. Potentially could be one of the greats, right? He's winning a lot of the big competitions. They had this uh, – they had this match at the Genesis Open, and uh, Tiger Woods is is par or pairing with him, right? There's two guys they you know they pair up as groups on holes. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, he apparently out hit him on this hole or out drove him, and uh, there was a picture scene of Tiger Woods handing Justin Thomas a tampon <laughs> uh, because why not? You know what I'm saying? Like competitive as shit. He called him a pussy, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, here you go, you pussy. I just fucking, yeah, that's rocked your world and I'm fucking way older than you. Uh, it's funny that he, in order to have that, he had that planned. Oh, yeah. Like, he already knew he was going to do this yeah. to him, like, before he even knew whatever was going to happen. Yeah. And, and Tiger Woods is great because obviously, anytime Tiger's in the field, like, he's has a chance to win, right? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. very talented. But it also just like, and they were, you can see them laughing about it. This is important to the next part of the, the story that I want to go to here. 
He's being competitive, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, Trying to get in his head. Yeah, and and also just having fun with it, which is what you should be doing. Yeah. But, like, when you look at the greats in sports, you look at Michael Jordan, you look at Kobe Bryant. I don't consider LeBron one of those. I mean, he's a great – I'd say he's up there with the greats. But I'm talking about Kobe and LeBron, for example, in the NBA had, like, a killer instinct. Mm-hmm. They were ultra competitive. Yeah. Almost to the point of being complete assholes because they wanted to win. And there's something to be said about that. Now, Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. I'm not saying is an asshole. He could be. But he's ultra competitive. And he's just kind of handing off the tampon. Yeah. And, and you know what it means. And uh, I don't see anything wrong with it. Justin was laughing. He was laughing. It was a prank. Uh, but most people found it to be offensive. And that's where we go with this, right? So it says on Thursday, Woods, who opened the event uh, with a 2 minus under 69, gifted his player partner Justin Thomas with a tampon after overdriving him on the ninth hole. The pair were seen smiling as Thomas took the feminine product from Woods, who leaned on Thomas' shoulder, doubling over in laughter. Complete joke. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy and in the documentary Full Swing. Uh, it's not a documentary, but in the, you know, the series about it. You're talking about it. Justin Thomas is the new guy. He's the new up-and-coming guy. Tiger Woods is one of the legends. Yep. He respects Justin Thomas. You know he does. You want the sport to thrive. Yeah. You always like that. And Justin Thomas obviously respects Tiger Woods. There's no doubt about it. So let's just call that what it is, right? Two guys, one at the end of – more towards the end of the career, yeah, one at the starting the career. Two guys in sport giving each other shit. Yeah. That's just what it is. Uh, so people were saying uh, – well, I'll get to that in a second here. But they were laughing, and this is a quote. If anyone tries to cancel Tiger over this, we will riot. It's funny. Golfer influencer Paige – uh, sporanic wrote on Twitter. So they're just saying like this. It's, it's ridiculous. You know yeah. what I mean? As a whole. So I don't find it offensive at all. No. I think it's fucking hilarious, to be honest with you. But then if you go to the next article here, this is from Daily Mail. Michael Johnson, dude. You remember that guy? Michael Johnson. Yeah, he's an Olympian. Olympic legend. Uh, he slams Tiger Woods for his limp apology. <laughs> you oh know what I'm God. saying? Uh, basically saying that... Uh, you know, it was a prank, but he uh, compares the golf icon to Teflon for still being heralded after all his mistakes. I mean, yes, he's made mis- he's made mistakes, dude. So you just have to discount him completely as the the golfer he what is or was. Well, he came out. Michael Johnson came out and blasted Tiger Woods for his limp apology after he faced fierce backlash over bizarrely hand uh, handing Justin Thomas a uh, tampon over the Gen- Genesis Invitational. Tiger apologized. He well, he. Yeah, so, so he said it was supposed to be all fun and games, so obviously it, has turned, it hasn't turned out that way. And if I offended anybody, uh, that was not the case. I mean, that's to me, that's really not an apology. Like, he's just saying, if I offended you, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And then Michael Johnson comes out with his tweet saying, apology starting with a, if I offended anyone is not an apology. But this is Tiger. Never been a leader, and he's Teflon. He's still heralded after all his mistakes, so he's learned nothing. Media focus always on miraculous recovery. Never why the need for recovery. What? I don't understand why he would uh, have to apologize. I would say Michael Johnson seems like the pussy right now. If I was Tiger, I'd throw him a tampon. You know what I'm saying? Like, get over it. Yeah, I'd respond to that tweet with the picture of a tampon. Yeah, he, he uh, Tiger <laughs> said it was just friends having fun. As I said, if I offended anyone in any way, shape, or form, I'm sorry. It was not intended to be that way. We play pranks on each other all the time. And virally, I think that uh, this did not come across the way. But between us, it was different. So, I mean, at what point do we just we just go, like, how fucking retarded are people at this stage? You know what I mean? Like, how, like are we really going to go after this? And Michael Johnson, like, you are an athlete. 
Like, you're really going to be that guy? Well, I mean, it's a joke between two people, and those two people weren't offended. So who gives a fuck what everybody else thinks? Yeah. But it, people were saying because it's a feminine product. There who were, gives a fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. I'm just saying. So, that's what that's what it is, right? Well, you know what? There, I'm sure there are many, many things that all these people that are offended about this bullshit do in their life that other people would be like, what the fuck are you doing? It'll yeah. be that could be just as upset, but because it's on, the, because it's a feminine product, or you yeah. think you're on the the right side of whatever, yeah, you're being an idiot. So I mean, they go on to say basically that uh, you know he handed him Thomas threw it on the floor. They were hugging, laughing, blah blah blah. Uh, cameras quickly picked up that it was a tampon that he put in his hand, and then it goes on to say the distance to the hole in women's golf is often not as long as it is for their male counterparts. And it appears that woods may have been suggesting that Thomas would be better suited to playing a shorter course with his gesture. <laughs> Who cares, man? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, it's just golf is like, listen, I, I think golf is fun. I, it's not a sport that I play. Uh, I understand that people will often say that golf is probably the most boring sport to watch. Maybe, I actually think when you watch it, it's not as boring as it comes across because it is competitive. And it's also highly skilled, bro. You're taking yeah. a tiny little ball and you're hitting it you know, hundreds of yards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, why can't we just have fun and make these things fun for people? Like, we all love the competitiveness when it's Kobe or Jordan. But if it's Tiger on a golf course and you have this proper, you know, it's just. It's not fun anymore. No. Sorry, I got to fix that. But it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Uh, and we, obviously there's this kind of. Uh, when it comes to golf, there's this kind of look and feel of it that a lot of people are turned off by, which I think is kind of dumb. I mean, golf has the golf clothes. Yeah. Uh, when you watch the full swing documentary, they're flying their little private jets around to the golf thing, and it's a very, like, uppity sport. Yeah. I don't believe that's really the case, but it kind of is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's like tennis, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't see a lot of uh, normal dudes playing tennis, but it's a fun sport, none, nonetheless. Yeah, they're, they're – everyone's expected to present themselves and act a certain way. Well, I don't think that's, I don't know if that's the case. Well, clearly that's the case. Otherwise people wouldn't be so baffled that he, they were joking with each other. But this dude, like what the fuck does he care about golf for? I mean, what do we care? But like, what does he care? What is, what is fucking Michael Johnson give a shit? Well, this isn't even for me about golf. This isn't about golf. If it was done, if they were playing any other sport, they would have been outraged too. Probably. Which I would love to see it. I want to see somebody just chuck a tampon at somebody on any other sport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine if they were playing tennis instead of smacking a ball over the net, they hit through it. They smacked a fucking tampon over Or like God. when they shake hands at the end, he just hands them a tampon. Good job, pussy. You did it. <laughs> You know, it's it's one of those things. It's like, do, do we really need to have these guys? Like, I don't know what your what his game plan is, uh, uh, Thompson or whatever the hell. He doesn't have one. Johnson. Uh, Michael Johnson. I don't really know what his thing is and why he felt it was necessary to bring it out. But I think – why not? I think just why not? Bitch. Why not? Have fun. It, yeah. it just shows competitiveness. I, I as long as and even if he was offended, I guess like if he was offended, then maybe you have a little bit of an argument. If he like was distraught yeah, over it, yeah. But if or they're something. both fine and laughing at, at yeah, it, yeah, dude. I mean, everyone else complaining at, at that point. Who is a third or fourth or fifth or sixth party? You're just being a little bitch. You are. So, anyways, I'm actually glad he did it. And uh, you know, my thing too is like. People go through shit, and they have shit. And uh, you're talking about Tiger, who's really been in the limelight since he was a fucking kid, okay? And we yeah. see what that does with, like, child actors and shit. And I'm not saying it's the same. It's not. But, I mean, he his whole life is on display for people all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, it always has been. 
maybe not as much recently, but it was for sure. So all those errors that he made in life, like it was, it was highlighted constantly. And people make mistakes. I would bet you that this guy Johnson is made tons of mistakes himself. It's not about. It just wasn't all over the news. Yeah, and uh, sure, you could talk about why he's in the position that he's in or where he needs help. I mean, sure, you know, I'm sure he already knows where where his problems are. It's just like, man, people do stupid shit. Well, I mean, yeah, and it doesn't the, take away from him being just a great because golfer. he's Tiger Woods and he's just this some. Um, golf phenomena doesn't mean yeah. like majority of the country have marital issues majority of the country sure. have alcohol issues majority of the country well, majority have, i don't know about majority but a lot of people do a, well a lot, <laughs> a lot of people, people have do. marital issues yes that is actually have, true a lot of people have the same fucking issues the only difference is his is displayed all over the nightly news yeah and also the fact that like he sh- like if he is having fun and it's a mutual thing like the idea that he said, if I offended anyone, and that was how he started, if that's what people are out, outraged on. Like, if he doesn't find it offensive and they don't find it offensive, like, fuck off, dude. Nah, you know, like, he shouldn't have said anything. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine passed with it. from COVID. Whoa. I wanted to protect. I'm fine with it. Uh, if he comes out and he says, hey, man, if I offend you, I'm sorry. That's not my intention, but we're having a good time. Like, I don't, you know, that's not an apology to me. Uh, he is right. Johnson is right about that. That is not an apology. I wouldn't even, if it was me, I wouldn't even acknowledge anyone. True. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. But, you know, he's got sponsors and shit, and, uh, you know, I'm sure, right, endorsements. Uh, if a spo- if it, one of his endorsements or sponsors is like, hey, you have to say some kind of apology or you're done, then that's a, probably a different thing. Sure. But on, on my own, I wouldn't. I'd be like, nah. After my mom passed from COVID. Fuck yeah, this thing. Yeah, just delete this one. Freaking daily mail, I tell you. Uh, also, what happened was the uh, Daytona 500, man. Oh, Did you get to watch yeah. that? I didn't get to watch the whole race, no. No, I watched some of it when I could. Like, obviously, I don't have cable. So, when it comes to, like, that kind of stuff, if people are posting it online when yeah. they're illegally, uh, I will jump right in on posting it. But Travis Pastrana, man, it was, like, the big topic was, like, him getting in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he was he wanted to get into the race. He qualified for the race. We saw that a couple days ago where he was celebrating after qualifying. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee, obviously, sponsoring that that vehicle, and it was sick. It looked yeah, great. it looked good. And, uh, you know, I was trying to – I'm not really invested. My dad is a huge NASCAR guy, bro. Has been since – my dad was a race car driver. Like, I mean, that was his thing, right? He used to race when I was a kid. We'd go to races every weekend, uh, and it was a huge part of our life. I just never got the bug to race, and it's obviously yeah. expensive, man. Even at oh, a low yeah. level, it's very expensive. Well, uh, that and you can't just get it. Uh, you can't just get a NASCAR and go race. No, it's, it's not something you can just show up to. But well, you can you do could, local but you tracks. You have a lot of money to to even enter one of these. Yeah, and my it dad obviously didn't race NASCAR. He roast uh, stock cars. Yeah, you can do like midgets. There's, there's even different stuff now. Like you can do go karts. Mm-hmm. You can do like side by side racing. Lawnmowers. That's kind of an intro into lawnmower racing. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. real back roads. That's real like that's real Calis. I mean right NASCAR. There. I mean it started out back in the day when. Like running alcohol. Well, that's where I mean that's the well that's the hot rod you know in NASCAR. Hot shit. rods. And, well, they started racing them. Racing they started racing. They had yeah. to make them faster so they can get away from the cops, and then they started racing each other. They used to race on the beach. Yeah, that was the initial like uh, kind of first phase of like racing was like you'd race on the beach, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's a it's a huge part of American culture is racing, dude. Hot oh, yeah. rods, uh, speed, racing culture, all that stuff is huge. And so, anyways, Pastrana, he's this guy. I mean, growing up at our age, he's been in, in the news. We've seen him on videos. Yeah, who doesn't know who Travis Yeah, is? I mean, the dude does everything. He's extreme. 
amazing driver. I mean, absolutely amazing driver in all other senses, right? Never done NASCAR. And in his interview, he just said that, you know, he grew up like this was a, a major thing for his family even before, like his earliest memories are of NASCAR, of, yeah. of racing. Uh, and that was a family thing. And so the opportunity that he got to qualify, which is already difficult, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and then partake in it. And then we'll talk about where he finished. But that whole thing was like a dream come true to him. And you'd think like, man, this guy's done so much shit. Extreme sports, mm-hmm. rally car racing. I mean, just you name it. He, he tries to do it. And uh, just being able to step into NASCAR uh, first year. I mean, obviously great car from um, – uh, from Black Rifle Coffee and the team and stuff that were put around him. Yeah. But the fact that he can step in and and race against people who's been doing this a lot of times for years, you know what I'm saying, very competitively, and not only just been racing in NASCAR for years, but grew up racing some form of stock car or some kind of circle track kind of car, probably since a very young age. Oh, yeah. is really says something about how amazing this dude really is. Well, that and all these people are, are professionals. They're, like, they're constantly training, and they're constantly, yep. like, just like any sport, they're they're trying to critique, and they're trying to perfect every, every technique they do. Yep. And for him to, I mean, kind of just jump in a car and be like, yeah, I'll do it, and then – do, do as well as he did yeah i mean we've we've watched days of thunder we know how tough it is you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's that's uh that's an actual documentary actually i would say uh, no i'm joking it was a good movie though i actually watched it again it was it was pretty rad yeah. but no it, it tells you that like you know just him being willing to do it and obviously we've talked about in the past with him that he just has like this i mean i'm, I'm not saying he doesn't get scared but he is able to like hold that shit down you know what i'm saying and, and just do shit that most people would be like fuck this you know what i mean like i can't yeah. i can't do it you know what i mean but he's he is he, he'll do it there's actually uh in one of his movies that he that he made uh some of the people hanging around him would say that he has night terrors mm. because he does so much shit that would normally scare scare the piss out of people yeah or out of themselves he kind of like hides all that, and then it comes out in his sleep. <laughs> and like they they said in in the videos, like you go stay at Travis's house, and there's a good chance you're gonna hear him screaming in the middle of the night. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> like I'm listen, I'm all about. Here's the deal, I I enjoy that. So when you're, when you're talking about racing, like I'm not gonna jump out of a plane. That's not my thing. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna paraglide or any of that shit. It's yeah. not my thing, dude. I'm not gonna bungee jump. Just to me, like the thrill is not worth the risk. That's my my take on it. When it comes to racing, I feel like that's different. I feel like I could, I would, I'd be probably terrible, but I'm just saying I would because I, I like. But that. what if you were like racing from the plane to the ground? Nope. <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> not nah. if you turned it into a race. No, I just I trust a car more than I trust a parachute, bro. <laughs> that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Like these cars are are magnificent cars, like oh, uh, pieces yeah. of machinery. They're unbelievable. And even on the lowest level, what my dad did, like the, the the technology, even back then was like incredible as far as safety and shit. Like they really do. Obviously, there's accidents, man. Uh, Formula One has a lot of death and shit, mm-hmm. and they have those open. Well, they've kind of put the halo over them now, which makes it a little different. But Dale Earnhardt, or uh, Dale Earnhardt, uh, you know, passed away. Obviously, racing. Yeah. People have done that, but as a as a whole, it's relatively safe when you really look at how fast these guys are going. Oh yeah. Uh, and when you see a wreck, it's oftentimes multiple car wrecks, and it can get pretty bad. But he finished in a top top eleven, and, and I would say like when you when you got forty cars out there, and you finish in a top eleven. I was and some it, of the best drivers on the on the planet. And it was your first race you've ever done. Yeah. 
at one of the biggest stages in, in motorsports. Daytona 500, man. Massive. Uh, so huge, huge, I would say, victory for him. He didn't win, uh, and, and they say that. He didn't win, uh, but in his first Cup Series race, he came closer than most. And, and that, to me, just speaks volumes of how talented this man is. Oh, yeah. And what like if he wanted to continue this, he would easily be able to do so. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, obviously, with Black Rival Coffee, those guys are in here on occasions I, hanging out, and they're awesome I'd honestly dudes. be surprised if he didn't start doing it a little more. I don't, you know, or I don't. at least on a lower level. I don't know. You know, they asked him about it, and I think, you know, when you're him, it's like, do you really want to start a career in this? Well, he's got so much other shit. He's got so on. much other shit. I think for him, it was the fact that he was, he had an opportunity. He yeah. worked hard at it. He did it. He finished well. I mean, he ended up wrecking on the last lap, and that's where he got the, he was actually around the nine, ninth, tenth mark. Mm, yeah. Uh, and even at one point in the race, he led the race for two laps. I mean, uh, when you look at hindsight, it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously you want to win. Uh, you want your sponsors to be happy. And, and, and well, Black yeah, and Rifle how many people that. can say they just jumped into a car and led the Daytona 500 for a couple laps? Sure. Yeah, man. I mean, I think it's great. I, I think that at the end of the day, he could probably look at it and be like, hey, I did it. Uh, I feel satisfied that I got it, and it's in my, yeah, it's bucket in my list. book. It's in a bucket list thing. Yeah. So I don't really foresee him. Uh, I'd do it. Sure. If somebody approached me one day and was like, hey, uh, we, we need a driver for this car. Even no matter what it was, honestly. Yeah, I hear you. Any, it doesn't even have to be NASCAR if it was like a anything lower. Even <laughs> I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, man, let's do it." I mean, I would do it. Uh, I would probably be like Talladega Nights post wreck situation where I'm I'm the guy going, <laughs> ah, "Yeah, are those the other cars?" <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, because here's the thing: when you look in those things, I mean, you're strapped in there, dude. You're going 200 miles per hour plus, dude. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got cars flying around you. You got all these different. I mean, it's it's a very technical thing i mean you're drafting oh, you're, yeah. you're going all kind of- well no there's there's a lot of skill and a lot of thing that went into that and you know not just anybody would scary, get scary bro to do that. that would be scary daytona i don't know if you've ever been to daytona i have and walking up those uh embankments are it is crazy dude mm. it is steep as shit yeah and obviously if you're going super fast like you don't notice that maybe as much but that's not something you just you know, you have to be a special kind of person to do that kind of. <laughs> it's the same with like, uh, you know, drags and shit, like top fuel. You know, yeah. like to go hundreds of miles per hour in three seconds, two seconds, like that takes a special human being. Uh, like a thrill to that would it? I mean, it would be amazing, but it's also the adrenaline and the thrill of that would be outrageous, bro. Outrageous. Yeah. Well, that the, the not only the thrill of it, but just the the actual physical feeling of it. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of people on this planet that feel, that know what that feels like. No, there's not, actually. You're right. Like, there's, to be able to go from sitting still to hundreds of miles an hour in seconds. Yeah, to your eyeballs are in the back of your head. That's a different thing. Yeah. And, And I can't imagine it's anything other than exhilarating, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, think of like... It's like you get out of the car after you hit that run, and you, you it's like you've had sex 50 times in a row. You're like, whoa, You know, like, I, I, it's just your, your eyes are big. You're like, oh, my, you know. And you're obviously, drained. Yeah. You know, if you're like John Force or something, you've done it your whole life. It's really nothing. It's second nature at this point. You know No, I, mean? I, I doubt that, dude. I, I, yeah. You it's, think? It's second nature that him doing it, like, he just, he knows what to do. The but thrill's I, still I there. I guarantee when he, when that green light hits and he's, Three seconds later, it's that feeling is st- you don't get away from that. I don't. I don't think you do, but I, I do wonder if it, it doesn't switch up a little bit. I wonder, like, 
obviously if you're newer at it and you've not done it as much, it's the whole speed, it's the acceleration, it's it's all the feelings your body have. But yeah, at a certain age, I would have to wonder if you become accustomed to the speed and that's kind of normal at this point. And what your the exhilaration from it all comes from the fear of like it could go bad at any second, like that adrenaline rush of you know, this is still dangerous as shit. Like, that's what keeps it really exciting. And, and you mm-hmm. know, because I, I feel like you would get accustomed to, like, you know, somebody that drives 80 miles per hour, 90 miles per hour on the highway all the time, like, they're just used to driving that speed. Oh, yeah. You well, know? no, you, you get used to it, but, I mean, the adrenaline's still there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the moment you're doing something like this and there's you're not getting that feeling yep. or you're not getting in a, a rush from it is probably the time you need to stop because then something's going to happen. Yeah, man. That, that, that kind of shit puts you on so much more different level of focus. And yeah, w- without that, you, you couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, regardless of that, like, I, I give Travis props for this, man. Like, uh, I talked to my dad before. I said, Are you going to watch a race? It was like Saturday. I asked him. He's like, Of course, I'm watching a race. What do you mean? And I was like, What do you think of Travis Rastron? And he said, uh, Dude, I really hope he wins it, man. I think that'd be great. Cause my dad has a lot of respect for him as, as a, as a, racer and as yeah. a, a person who's you know rally cars uh I, I mean he just understands like if he won that would shake things up so much oh yeah and it wasn't just him i mean to a lesser extent like frankie munez who's an actor he he raced in the arca like whatever division which was previous to the daytona 500 mm-hmm. but he he placed 11th and it's just it, it shows you like you know you could be something, uh, whether you're an actor or you do extreme sports or whatever, and if you really put your mind to it, you could, you could do it. If you get a good team oh, yeah. that's willing to back you and you show that you have something, that you're capable of shit, like you can you can do whatever you want to. Uh, and and really, I think Frankie Muniz seems like the kind of guy that would actually pursue this. Like He seems like he wants to be a driver, uh, whereas Pastrana seems like he is he wanted to get this under his belt oh uh, yeah and he he, may. Just, he just took the opportunity yeah but maybe maybe this is something well where, i mean travis already is a driver so he is but i'm talking like nascar nascar driver yeah. you know what i mean because that's like uh you know you can be you know semi-professional you know what i'm saying I'm, he's actually fully professional this is kind of a bad comparison but when you get to step in the big field of things mm-hmm. it, it's different right you it can be different a, you can yeah. be a rally car racer but once you get a step into like Formula One or you step into NASCAR, you're talking about the biggest, biggest game right there. Well, yeah, you're 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 still driving a car, but it's a completely different sport. It is completely different. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think I, and the way he handled it after his interviews and stuff, man, very humble, uh, very like he's just such a good person. I think he's such yeah. a good dude, classic Travis. And so it's just, I think it's important that we you know give this guy lots of love and shit man because i think what he's doing is it's inspirational for kids man don't just do one thing do it all do everything you can whether it's motorcycles rally cars nascar four wheelers uh like you said go-karts like whatever the fuck it is do it all like if you love it do it all you know what i mean so uh with that said i want to talk about ghost beds guys if you don't mind Mm. We love Ghost Beds. They've been a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros for over five years, and everyone raves about them. Uh, they have super comfortable mattresses that are made right here in the USA, man. Every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try them out for 101 nights, and if you don't like them, you can send it right back. No hard feelings. One of our favorite parts of Ghost Beds is each mattress has cooling technology, and uh, if you get hot at night, it'll help kind of keep you keep you down. You know what I'm saying? Keep you, keep you feeling good. And I will tell you, I actually own a ghost bed. 
And when I when they talk about their um, customer service, they're legit, dude. We got a ghost bed. My wife said it's a little bit, you know, a little bit firmer than she wants. We contacted them. They sent us over a mattress topper right away. Changed the whole feel of the bed. They're right there for you. It didn't cost us the thing, man. So these guys really do give a crap. So GhostBed also offers bundles so you can get everything you need. doesn't really matter. Uh, you can get the four mattresses to choose from. You pick your bundle. So whether you need a mattress and a frame or you want it all, like their cooling pillows and sheets, you can get the best bang for your buck with uh, GhostBeds, right? So right now, GhostBed is offering all of our listeners 40% off uh, GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base or 30% off everything if you use the promo code DRINKINGBROS at GhostBeds.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. Uh, you can buy a mattress for as little as 35 bucks, man. Yeah. Uh, a month, I should say. Not $35. $35 a month. They have a zero down, uh, 0% financing plan for up to 60 months. Go check it out at GhostBeds.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. And if you have an RV or a camper like Christopher here, yep. uh, you should also check out GhostBed's RV mattresses. You can get uh, the all-foam or hybrid versions, and they're perfectly sized to fit your uh, RV, camper, or trailer. It's way, way better than what you're going to get when you get the general mattress, and yeah, you know what that looks like. because those beds, when they come stock, those new RV beds suck. Yeah, so right now you can get 30% off the RV mattressing using the promo code DRINKINGBROS. Guys, I do highly recommend this bed. It is fantastic feels great and the customer service is uh top notch compared to others and so go check that out man for sure ah <sighs> yeah 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 and also lucy you want to do lucy sure yeah let's do some lucy because mm, that's one of my other favorites we have great sponsors <laughs> man i gotta be honest with you lots of adults choose to use nicotine but there's a right way and a wrong way to do it uh lucy breakers are the only nicotine pouch that gives you a blast of flavor from the first moment to the last each pouch contains a capsule that you break open to release a rush of flavor that doesn't fade away like other pouches. You know, the ones that rhyme with thin. Mm, you know what that one is. I know what that one is. Uh, guys, I use uh, nicotine pouches every single day of my life. Sometimes too much, but I love it. Uh, when I got the samples of Lucy Breakers, uh, top-notch stuff, dude. Flavor is a- absolutely incredible, including their apples and cinnamons and all the other mm. things that normally I don't care for from the brands that rhyme with thin uh they have nice pouch sizes long lasting flavors and i feel good using them i gotta be honest with you i feel great using them so whether you use nicotine while working creating or playing lucy breakers are the intelligent choice and we've got a special deal for our listeners get ten dollars off your first order when you use the promo code pardon at checkout and shipping is always free that's lucy.co baby and use that promo code PARDON to receive $10 off in free shipping. Visit Lucy.co for more details, and we thank Lucy for their sponsoring on this podcast. And here comes that fine print, guys. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age verified. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Regardless, if you use it, try it, because you won't be disappointed. Nope. Absolutely. So, Travis Pastrana, there's that. Killing it, right? Talked about Tiger Woods and his little tampon. We talked about Travis Pastrana doing things that he loves to do and actually achieving pretty well in it, right? Yeah. Uh, on top of that, we have the NBA, All-Star Weekend, mm. baby. All-Star Weekend. Uh, you're not into it as much as I am. No. Um, really. I will say this. Listen, man, I I, I, I grew up in, in Longview, Washington. Our team was the Portland Trailblazers. That is still my team. Uh, win or lose, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like ups and downs. <laughs> Damian Lillard is my dude. You know what I'm saying? I actually collect his shoes. Uh, they're not worth that much compared to other shoes, but I love them. I have like three or four pairs I've never worn once. Uh, really? Yeah, I just I have them. I think they're great shoes. Well, I mean, you have a collector's habit. I have so. a collector's habit, but I do like his shoes. I got one. I bought one 
uh, one time, and I just I actually did wear them occasionally, and I thought they were super comfortable. And then I ended up getting them for like Christmas. Uh, you know, somebody would get me a variation of the shoe, and yeah. I, and I was like, well, I don't really wear basketball shoes, bro. You know, like it doesn't fit my. Uh, this uh i'm not all that athletic <laughs> but they're nonetheless they're great shoes but dame is um a guy for me and the blazers that like really helped change the trajectory and and unfortunately they haven't won a title and they've been close a couple of times they've had some decent teams over the years but damian lillard as a person uh kind of as a face of a franchise like he you know he just took the blazers to another level for mm-hmm. me um because in the early 2000s, they had the Jailblazers, man. That was the thing, right? There was the Jailblazers. That was their name. They had a bunch of people on the team who were problematic, who were getting mm-hmm. in trouble and shit. Uh, they were a feisty team, bro. They, they, they went pretty far. But there was a lot, of, a lot of backdoor controversy with these guys. And then came Brandon Roy, LaMarcus Aldridge, and those, that era, uh, which didn't ever become uh, what it should have been because Brandon Roy still is one of the greats of all time in the Blazers and could have been – I mean, it could have been a Hall of Famer, no doubt, in, yeah. in the sport. I mean, even even uh, Kobe Bryant at one point said that uh, playing Brandon Roy was his most challenging thing. Uh, so it, you had this new coming with Brandon Roy who came in, and they drafted LaMarcus Aldridge and then Greg Oden. And those three were all drafted, and they were going to be the big three, the super three. And had they not succumbed to injuries, Brandon Roy had multiple knee issues, uh, which he was amazing. But when he had the knee problems after that, it was, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, anything. I was uh, – I more new about the trailblazers back in the 90s mm, yeah With so you're like, talking about uh, the clyde drexler yeah, drexler yeah, buck williams yep. yeah I, uh, terry my, porter porter yeah uh my brother who actually ended up was my cousin's like collection but my brother oh. now has uh a bunch of like the glasses and stuff they used to oh, yeah. make back then with drexler and all them on it he still oh, yeah. has those, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that stuff, you know, they and that's what's cool is, like, obviously with sports, a lot that of That was, like, the Blazer, like. That was a great That team. was, like, their high point. That was, like, for me, like, just knowing people. Yeah. Of, like, household names, that was the, the highest they've ever been. Well, and it was, it's, that's kind of been what the Blazers have been, unfortunately. Like, they're a team that just, they've won one championship, and that was in, like, what, 76, 77 uh bill walton and all that shit mm-hmm. you know and then uh, when they had the 90s uh when we were kids and i mean obviously i collected sports cards and shit yeah. when i was a kid still do to some extent but a big collector and so yes that early days of me in the early 90s when i'm seven eight years old and shit uh the terry porter clyde drexler era uh, sabonis all these guys that were just like huge they, but they never they couldn't do it you know yeah. what I'm saying? They couldn't get the championship. Well, I mean, they were they were playing against the Chicago Bulls at the time. So. That's the, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had a great team. Yeah. Uh, you had the Bulls who were dominating. You had Detroit who was a dominant team. I mean, all those teams were super. Like, the Utah Jazz were formidable, man. Like, it just – all of them were good, and it, they were just one of those teams that, that never got their ring, but still one of the greats. Oh, yeah. And then after that all kind of fell apart, they even got Scottie Pippen after a while. After yep. the Bulls, they got Scottie Pippen for a minute there. Uh, but after all that, uh, it came the Jailblazers, and that was that. And then it went into this new era with those guys, and they did well. Like, they had all this potential, but, you know, obviously Brandon Roy hurt his knees, and then Greg Oden hurt his knees, and then it was just LaMarcus Aldridge, man. You know what I'm saying? And they built teams around it, and they were really competitive, and then they drafted Dame. And Dame came in, and from day one, he just was dominant, dude, dominant. And uh, the reason I bring all this up, just because it's kind of fun to look back on the memories of the Blazers, <laughs> um, they're not that good right now. I mean, it just is what it is. But All-Star Weekend, dude, Dame, I think it's his seventh All-Star game. 
Uh, he ended up uh, going into the three-point contest. Uh, mm-hmm. He's done it two other times before and didn't win it. And he ended up winning, dude, won- winning the three-point contest. And Dame Fashion, he won on the last ball of the of the thing, hit the hit the golden ball and put him up a point over Buddy Heald and uh, got his little trophy, man. And I think yeah. that's that's cool. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool that he went out there and did it. Uh, and he, he took one home for Portland, you know, in the All-Star Weekend. Now, All-Star Weekend is a weird one for me. Uh, because obviously you got a bunch of uh, you know really great basketball players, but it's listen, it's not like it used to be. It used yeah. to be a real game. It used to be a real game. Defense points, uh, aggressive, fun. Now it's more just a show, uh, yeah. and that has to do probably mostly with the fact that it's um, you got a lot of money in these contracts, bro. They don't want to see anybody getting hurt in, yeah. a, in an all star game on all star break. But regardless, um, you know people were out there showing off, having fun. The dunk contest was. But great. is it like a? It's, is it a contracted thing? Like, if you get, uh, you, you have to, is it like in contracts that you have to be part of nope, that? No, nope, no, nope, you don't. Uh, it's just a one off thing that you can go do if you want to? Yeah, I mean, you, or if yeah. you get selected? I think that's what, so you have to be selected uh, to get in the all star game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as like the three point contest and the dunk contest, I think you can throw your name in the hat. Uh, and then I think you can do it if you want to. Has there ever been a, like, a, a team? That had a player that got selected to go to the All Star game or whatever, and they told him, "No, you're not going." No, I don't think so. No, mm-hmm. not that I'm aware of. Uh, but you can you can choose. I, I think it's ultimately up to you. Uh, you can choose to, to partake, which is why I think it's got soft. I, why I think it's more about just showing off, and and that's there's uh, pieces of that that's cool too, right? It's kind of nice to see everybody out there having fun. And just kind of having a, a fucking, it's almost like a celebrity game at that point. Like yeah. you're just, there's no defense at all. People are taking wild shots, like crazy dunks. That's fun, dude. It's fine, and I get it. But at the same time, you want to see the best on the court competing. I think against that, each other, yeah, against each other. Uh, so they they had the, the dunk contest, which over the past couple of years have been, which has been pretty trashy. Honestly, it's been pretty bad. But uh, the little white dude, McClung or whatever his name is, I can't, I can't even think of his name, but he came out. And just fucking dominated that dunk contest, bro. <laughs> it was crazy. But as far as the game goes, uh, LeBron, he had his team, and that's how they do it now, LeBron's team. And then um, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or I, I never say his name right, but he was the you know the other team. And so basically they go through and they kind of pick like old school, all right, first selection, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him. Like it's not yeah. based off of East or West or anything. And Dame was actually the number one pick on uh, Giannis's team. Okay. Uh, which was which was really cool, man, for him. I mean, to be picked number one, first guy you want on your team, that's that's pretty impressive, right? Uh, but the game happened, and then Dame came out and just did Dame shit, bro. And it's all over ESPN and all over the news because everybody's having their moments and shit. But I actually have uh, I actually have the clip here that somebody put together of just uh, a couple of his main takes here, and uh, I just watch watch what this dude does. Like he is, boy, he's one of the great shooters in the league here. I don't know if you're showing yeah, this yet. On. There we go. So you can start it over here if you can. Can you even start it over? No, you can't. Yeah, I'll go back to it. Okay. Oh, of course it's not. Actually, just scroll down real quick here. Hit that top one right there. This one? Uh, sure, try that one. There it is. Oh, this is from last year. It's not the same. Oh. Yeah, go okay. back. Go back. All right, here we go. So here he is. He's got the ball. This is what Dame does. Long shot. <laughs> Swoosh, dude. Okay. Well, he won the three-point thing. So yeah, that's but uh, he's also ten feet off the line here. Okay, so you know he's he's taking some threes, swishing them up, dude. No big deal, nothing big. People are cheering at this point. Yeah, it's yeah. Dame, Dame time, baby. Uh, but no, there's a shot that's right. I think it's right here. Uh, no, nope, it's not this one, but this one's good too. 
corner shots. Okay. He's got Luka Doncic on him. See what I'm saying? No defense. That's not the point of this. That's boring. Yeah, but check this out. Watch this here. So he takes another shot, another three. Just what the hell was him. that? Ah, block. Guy fell. Like he did a push-up and tripped him. Another long shot. Money, right? But watch this one shot. He takes a shot in here, dude, and it's like this one right here, dude. Come on, man. Half court. Half court. Swish. Barely even touches the rim, bro. Yeah, but. Barely touches the rim. Okay. I. Clearly, he's good at shooting baskets. Yep. But for me, from an out, I don't watch basketball. Yeah. And this whole thing they're doing. Oh, it's boring as fuck. It is boring. It's 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 that's what I was talking about. That's what I'm saying. It's the the game has evolved into. It's not a game anymore. Well, no, it's not. It's it's not a game. It's an exhibition at best. It's not even that. It's literally guys just walking around taking baskets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why the score is like super low. You know what I'm saying? Or it's actually kind of high, but it's not. It's not that high. There's no competition. You don't want to. Why? But that's what I'm saying. I I don't understand why. That's what. Why even do this all star thing? Because anymore? you're. Here's the deal. The, the the stadium's packed. Packed full of celebrities. Packed full of people paying a lot of money to see it, right? Yeah. And it's also an all-star weekend. Okay? So we're talking okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Dude. Well, yeah. There's different competitions yeah. going on, like the dunk and the three-point Well, thing. they, they like, have a celebrity game. They have, uh, like, the young guns. You know what I'm saying? They have the, the rookie game. Okay. Uh, the so- rookie sophomore game. Uh, they have challenges, right, where they do, like, you know, who can get the ball through this and do yeah. certain things. There's a lot to it. Dunk contest well, no, is obviously I, I, a big one. I get that kind of gimmicky yep. stuff that could be fun, but if you're doing a game, do a fucking game. That's yeah. what I think. So here's the thing. I, I, I'm, I'm neutral. I'm neutral. Uh, what I was saying was is back when you would watch like the Jordan era or even Kobe and all that stuff, his era, uh, probably early in LeBron's era, um, people were out there being competitive, right? Because they were competitive. Dude. It's, a, it's a sport, man. So you would go out there and you would actually have a pretty legit game. you play some defense. Yeah. Uh, there's, I would say the defense has always been less than in these games. Always has. But. See, that bothers me. It's not even a, I don't know. It's, You're not it, showing off anything at that point. Well, listen. Uh, see, I, I disagree. See, it, it, I mean, I disagree. yeah, that's a, long, that's a long shot. But anybody can shoot a three with no one else trying to block it. Mm, that's not true. Uh, it's, it's, I, I would disagree on the fa- fact that it's not like anything. Like, it's not about. Obviously, having a hand in your face like hard defense is gonna is gonna alter a shot. There's no doubt oh, about yeah. it. But I'm saying what it comes down to nowadays, I think for most people, is you're seeing, you know, you're seeing all these guys on the court, ten of them on the court, and you got a bunch on the bench and shit, right? And they're all, you know, the biggest stars in the in the game right now. Yeah. And so you get to watch a game where everybody's in one court, everybody's playing around, they're showing off like. Listen, LeBron had a crazy thing where he did this. Like, and, and LeBron, as much as I dog the guy, he is talented, man. The guy's a freak. Uh, he did like this behind the back fake out, threw it on the backboard, and slammed it in. You know what I mean? Shit, you're not going to see in a game, dude. You're not going to see that in a game. He's not going to risk that kind of shit in the game. You know what I mean? Well, you, you would in this kind of game. It has no championship. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why they do it, right? Like, it's, but this isn't. The, but they're not gaming. I, it is. Like, I, I'd like. I would, me personally, I would want to see, this see right here actually was, do a fucking game. That shot right there was play him winning the each game. Other and then also show your skill. I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you in, in a lot of ways, right? Like, I, I definitely wish that it wasn't such a, a fluff job. Uh, and I understand at this point why it is kind of a fluff job. That's what I'm trying to say. I do get it because, listen, these guys have a lot of money on the line. Not only just from contracts, but you're talking about sponsors. You're talking okay. about bonuses, right, throughout the regular season. 
if somebody twists their ankle or fucks fuck something up, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they're out for an extended period of time. Like, you're, you're losing. That's money. what happens. I know, but I, I understand why. That's part of they sports. Don't. It, yeah, but this is see, but this is not a, a regulated uh, game. If this was like a normal game, like if this actually counted towards something, towards let's say hypothetically that like uh, you know the team that wins or you know whatever team wins the all they're all getting game, paid to be here, guaranteed. Um, you don't tell me any none of their sponsors are going. Yeah, you get a you're getting paid. For well, being I mean, here. listen, if you're if you're an all star. Like They're not I'm just doing it for free on their own dime. I don't know. I don't know how that works, actually. I don't know that it's like a paid thing, bro. I honestly don't think it is. I, I feel like there's probably... I bet they're getting bonuses and stuff if they get chose to go to the All-Star game. Uh, well, you can get a bonus in your contract if you make the All-Star team, but that's depending on who you are. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, like Dame or LeBron is probably expected to be an All-Star. They're not going to give him a bonus for being an All-Star because they already know he's going to. It'd be like giving him money. You know what I mean? At the same time, there's all also, like, they may not get paid. Like, hey, great game, here's a check. You know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of vibe. But, like, the brand of themselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a player, yeah. does have probably long-term benefits. Because think about it. If you're an all-star, like Luka Doncic here that we're seeing on the screen, like, if you're an all-star and you can, you know, you're ready to sign a new contract, you can say, hey, man, I made the all-star game. I made the past two all-star games with you guys. Like, I expect more money. because you're not actually playing a game. It doesn't matter. You're an all-star. And uh, as soon as you hit all star status, well, that, your that, pays go. Your pay goes up. Well, to me, that's where the all star game would hold more weight. With what? If they actually played a game and you did good in that game at an all star game, then that would be a a, a leverage point for contracts. No, I, just I, being there doesn't seem like a leverage. Oh, I think it's a leverage point. A thousand percent. You're talking about how many dudes out of the entire league that get a chance to be an all-star. I mean, Dame's got it. Yeah, but you're, they're just picking off like who are the best dudes that already played the championship that that are already like they already went through a whole season, and that's why they're, they're not through a whole season. Half a season right now. You know what I mean? No. They're they're basing their picks on who's going here based off what you're playing in actual games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like your your numbers, like right? If you, I mean, here's a, the problem with it is this, it's voting based, right? So sometimes. Uh, there are people in the past that have got in that you're like, uh, like they just got in because the team is dominant. You know what I'm saying? And they're on a dominant team. Whereas like LeBron clearly is going to be an all-star, right? I mean, he's one of the mm-hmm. greats. Dame putting up great numbers, amazing shooter. He's going to be an all-star. Luka Doncic is going to be an all-star. But like, I don't really think that that, I think the point is, is like you're, you're picking based off stats and also to some extent, like how your team's doing as a whole. It's harder to get on the all-star team, even if you're amazing, if your team is trash. You know what I'm saying? If you're a trash team, uh, it's hard, harder. So they don't look at uh, individual performances? They primarily look at individual performances. So why would it be harder if you're... Because there's, it's like not just NBA, but in a lot of different sports, right? Like if you're a guy on a team who's... Let's say you're the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what team that would be right now. But let's say you're the most garbage team in the league. Okay. You don't win shit. Uh, a lot of times what you'll see is there's this... Um, there's this kind of thing with players, man, where you're the best person on a bad team, right? Yeah. And that person, because the team is so trashy, that person is is scoring 28 points a game. The team's garbage. No one else can shoot worth shit. You get the ball more. You make more shots. You have more attempts. Doesn't mean that you're equivalent to uh, LeBron or Dame, right? And you could argue Dame's, like, the Blazers are, they're not trash, but they're like mid- middle of the ground. But if you have a team that's really good, like the Golden State Warriors and, and Steph Curry, 
Okay. He's also got Clay Thompson. He's got Draymond Green. He's got all these other aspects that are all able to shoot, make points. Yeah. If you're still putting up 28 on a great team, and you have other guys who are putting up good numbers, that's, that's a pretty good indicator that you you're not playing hero ball, if you will. And if you're on a bad team and you're the guy, and you're just you're kind of a middle of the ground guy, you can. There's people that are like get big contracts based on it, and then they end up not panning out very well because once they get on a good team. They're actually not that good when it comes to actually playing with other people, passing the ball. Like they have to be chuckers to be getting that twenty. Well, that's points. why maybe the the All Star game should be more of an actual game, and then you could actually find that out. No, I don't think that's what it is. I don't think that's what it is. I think the All Star game to me is is really just exactly what it is—an exhibition game. That's what it is. I mean, you're selected as an All Star. I don't think that what you score in it or what you do in it is uh, any indication of anything. Like. You making the all-star team automatically puts you... I, I could see... See, that's where... It just seems stupid. It's pointless to me. Like, I can see it, it being an ex- exhibition game, but mm-hmm. going into this game, after this game, there are certain people that, if it was an actual game, uh-huh. could have, like, uh, confidence boosts, bragging rights, or over whatever, like... Oh, you already have it, though. No, you don't. Yeah, you made you, the all-star can, team. You, you're the only guy. Dame's the only guy yeah, on the team. Yeah, you're, but you're here amongst the the best of the best i agree with you on that to an extent and and you're just walking around throwing a ball yeah you're not doing anything but see i I just don't think i don't think people like analyze it that way like just watching the league i just don't think people look at it that way like everybody in this game knows that when all these guys that you're seeing on this court right now because we're just kind of watching rewinds of this you know you're not saying you all just know like you know porzingis or whoever it is out there fucking dame or you know, you got Jalen Brown or whoever. Like, these people are just good. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no validation well, yeah. needed. Dame is Dame. He's an all-star. And so, him on the court, he doesn't prove himself. Like, and him taking the shots and watching Luka Doncic, who's arguably one of the best in the league right now as far as up-and-coming stars, just shaking his head going, like, what the fuck is that, dude? Like, that, that is the validation that you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, him scoring 38, I get it that the other side of it is a hard competition where you're like, I'm going to fucking take you down, dude. We're going to mm-hmm. win this game. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. And I think we're, that's where the conversation has been with this is, do we just not do this game anymore? Do we, do we just say, like, hey, you're an all-star. Like, you made the all-star team. You know what I mean? Is the game necessary at this point? Like, an all-star is an all-star. You are Well, the then at, at that point, yeah, if you just say, oh, you're voted uh, NBA all-star and then get rid of all this bullshit. Yeah, but see, at because the same time, it's it's money, and they know it. It's Because, it, it, see, I think what it is is it's kind of going to what you're saying. Like, they could they could get rid of the game uh, because it's like, you know, quote-unquote, uh, not actually a game. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not really. But at the same time, like, you go out there, you get a hang. These guys are buddies. Most of these guys are friends, right? They play against each other multiple times a year. Yeah. They probably hoop in the, in the off-seasons together, training together. Like, you have to look at it from the other angle, and that is that they're probably enjoying this, that it's not competition, because they do fucking 82 games a year. So they get to go out there and they get to have an old, like, you know when you go, go go play at the court downtown, you know, and you got a bunch of guys and they're just doing stupid dunks and people are having fun? Maybe that's part of it is that this is a moment for them just to not have a stress of competing and just have fun with people that they're around. But to, to with that said, there is something that comes out of it. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how boring it may be um you're still there and you can still put on a show some of these guys didn't do anything exciting you know what i'm saying whereas lebron came out with his fun dunks dame's out here just tearing up the threes uh you know there's there's moments where you're like oh shit that's why dame is all over the feeds right now is because he went out and actually put on a little performance 
granted it's not in game style yeah but like to shoot a half court shot and whiff it like that or not whiff it but just just swish it like that and to go over and just hit threes from seven feet off the line that's skill no matter what person in front of you or not and he's won multiple games playoff games doing that very same thing so the whole dame time all that stuff it's still branding him exactly what he wants to be branded. Yeah, but see, and then I look at it as like all these guys are professional athletes. Yeah. Would you expect anything less than them for the, to have skill as, without anybody challenging them? I wouldn't expect anything well, less. Well, uh, so here's the deal. Like, here's the thing. Uh, you know, we can kind of end it on this kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that brings up a good question, dude. Um, some people are very good in the moment. Some people are are, are pure shooters, right? Like, uh, Dame is a pure shooter to me. Like, the guy is fearless of shooting from anywhere on the court, and it makes him dangerous, right? And he went out and expressed that. Like, yeah. some people don't do well with that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, I, I'm, say, I'm not saying everyone is going to have the same skill sets, mm-hmm. but they're all professionals, and they're all, like, they're going to do what's expected of of professionals yeah, to so none, none of this is really that surprising to me him do, doing a bunch of three threes just by himself with no one challenging him that doesn't surprise me i mean hitting threes is hard bro no matter how you cut it the average i, I mean you're talking about that's because you're in game mode no but i'm saying in game mode or in you know you're talking about 33 43 percent is really good you know what i'm saying of shots taken versus made is good mm-hmm. and that's more misses than makes. Right, threes are a difficult shot to make, uh, game or not. Even just practicing on your own. Now, to be fair, if you're just standing there with nothing, and you just get the rhythm, you can you can make more threes just in a rhythm uh, yeah. than not. But that's you being on a court by yourself, warming up. You that's, see it pregame and shit where they're just standing out yeah. there and they're just taking shots and they'll make shots, but you, they may only make two or three in the game. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that, that's because it's game. It's different. Yeah. This, but it's this still, is them taking practice shots. To, to an extent, but it's still pressure. No. I feel like there's still a pressure. Not no. necessarily from the court. I don't even think there's a pressure at all, dude. These, Like you just said, these guys do so many games a, a year. There's Just because there's a crowd there, that's not pressure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe to some extent. Either way, it's still like just masterful shooting, dude. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Because that, that right there, like, that's the kind of shit that wins normal people cars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're a half-court shot. <laughs> that's, that's, again, different. Yeah, but who does that? I mean, honestly, like, if you really look at you know, Steph Curry, right, he's, he's willing to go out. I mean, he's considered one of the great shooters mm-hmm. ever. Uh, but he's going out there, and he'll, he'll take those attempts. Like, he'll make those shots that are fucking bizarre and shit. Yeah. That, and, that's, and, and he's actually got criticized, I think, Dame has, uh, many times. Uh, in fact, when he was sent Oklahoma City, right, to mm-hmm. – he, he fucking – hit that shot and beat him in the playoffs and moved on. Uh, people were saying that was just a, a bad shot that he got lucky on. It's like, mm. or it was just a shot that he's comfortable with and he's willing to take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's what it is. He's willing to do it and he can actually hit him on a decent clip. So, I mean, there is a skill to that. That's not well, no, just no, dunking. There is, there is a skill to that. And I'm not arguing that. Yeah. 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 I get you. I get you. Uh, at the same time, I guess uh, the question would come down to like, is this necessary or, can we just stop calling it a game, an all-star game? Because it's not really a game. Yeah, at just this call point. it an all-star event. It's just an event. Uh, and you know what? If you just do that, honestly, I'll, I'll I'll tell you this right now. I think what you're saying is fair, and I, I actually agree with you, and that's why I brought this up. Like, it's kind of just boring a yeah. little bit. But I'll tell you this: for everybody in the stands and the kids in the stands and all that shit that are seeing this, like, it's not boring to them, and and it's something that they actually enjoy, right? And and if I had the opportunity to go, I would 100% go. Because I'm like, shit, how often do you get to see this many legends? And not only these guys, but sitting on all the benches, you're talking about you got your Charles Barkley's, your Shaquille O'Neal's. Yeah. 
you're talking about greatness in the stadium. You know what I'm saying? On top of the celebrity. So I get it. It's just, it's not, there's no competition in this. There's no defense being played. It is still yeah, skill. I, I, I probably wouldn't go. Oh, I think it would be fun. I, just because I mean, I'm, all, I'm all about the competition. Yeah, I think when if I go, I would find more enjoyment in the three-point competition, the challenging stuff, the dunk contest. That's one-on-one. And to be fair, same thing with dunk contests, to your point. Like, doing the dunk stuff that they're doing, like, some of it's outrageous. Like, you're never doing that in a game. Like, if you have no, no. one guarding you, it's the same principle. It's yeah. still amazing uh, to come oh, up yeah. with these dunks. So it's it's in that same field of it's still impressive. Like, I love Dame, and I love how impressive he just went out there and shot the ball, And even if it's for fun. Uh, and some of those guys couldn't make any shots at all, and but, they're all-stars. Yeah, that's true. But, but it, I mean, even the dunk competition and mm-hmm. the three-point competition, like, it's that's the difference for me. It's still a competition. They're out there yeah. doing different variations of a, of a dunk or or trying to hit as many threes as possible because it's competition. They're trying to win it. I, I mean, I will say this. The game ended up being really close, right? And Dame hit the game-winning shot. This shot right, or actually, it's not that shot, but he hits the game-winning shot, mm. and they win the game. So yeah. it wasn't like uh, no one cared. Like, they, they did want to win for just bragging rights. I mean, it really was at that point, it's just like, yeah, we beat you fuckers, you know? But at the same time, the whole game in itself was just kind of, it's for fun. That's yeah. what it is. It's for yeah. fun. It's a show. It's uh, propping these guys up and letting them do what they do. And, 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 and listen, I enjoy it. I was excited to see the dude win the dunk contest. I wish I remembered his name right off the top of my head. He's not a real active figure, but he was uh, one of those phenoms back in high school and college and shit, and, uh, dude, he killed it, bro. <laughs> he made it exciting again. So, and Nonetheless, dude, uh, a full weekend of sports, man. Yeah. Kind of shit, you know what I mean? Like, just fun shit. Daytona was rad. NBA, all-star game, it is what it is, dude, but it's still yeah. fun. With all the bullshit going on, you got to enjoy some things. Dude, yeah, I, I'd rather see a ball go through a net right now than hear about Ukraine, dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, I, and I, obviously I like that stuff too, but sometimes you need to step back and just have a fun weekend. And this is one of those weekends where it was chock full of shit, man. Yeah. Chock full of shit. So anyways, guys, if you like this stuff, man, make sure you're liking it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Uh, you know how YouTube is, but uh, we still miss Greg. He'll be back Thursday, and I will be gone starting Thursday. So, All right, later, guys. See ya. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.